Life can be messy and hard, but one of the things God has promised to give us is freedom, freedom deep in our hearts that is not dependent on the ever-changing waves of circumstances, but set on the steadfast promises of God. This freedom gives us a secure identity, even with a broken past. It helps us have joy in parenting, even when we are completely exhausted. This freedom gives us love for our spouses, even when they are unlovable. And it can give us purpose in our careers, even if it's not the one we want. But I feel stuck sometimes, don't you? What does it really mean that Christ has set us free? That's why we're here. Welcome to the Abiding Free Podcast with Kristen and Shannon. We invite you to walk on this bumpy but beautiful journey toward freedom as we learn to abide in Him. Get ready for tears and laughter and everything in between. Because this podcast is about living from the truth that, yes, it was for freedom that Christ has set you free. Hey friends, Kristen here. Welcome back to the Abiding Free Podcast. I am so excited about our topic today. Um, it's a topic that perhaps brings some of you joy and peace, familiarity, but maybe for some of us, this topic brings confusion, frustration, disappointment, and it is the topic of prayer. (laughs) As believers, we know this is vital, right, to our relationship with God, to intimacy with Him, But I think most of us would also admit that we struggle with prayer. We want to grow in our prayer life, but we don't always know how. We're discouraged by distraction, our unanswered prayers, our difficulty feeling engaged to God in prayer life. Well, I recently read a book on prayer, one of the most impactful books on this topic I have ever read, and it's reaching thousands and thousands of people. I keep seeing this all over, and it is called A Praying Life by Paul Miller. And I'm so thrilled to share with you that I have the director of the ministry that shares the heart of this book, A Praying Life Ministry, with me on the podcast today, Bob Allums. And Bob Allums has a master's in divinity. He is, again, he's the Praying Life Director for See Jesus. He's taught over a 100 prayer seminars around the world in countries including Morocco, Turkey, England, Spain, and Australia. Bob, who served in pastoral ministry for 14 years, gauges the success of a conference, not by comments such as, you know, oh, that was great, but by declarations like, I can actually do this now. Bob is co-presenter along with Paul Miller on See Jesus's Launch into Prayer Cards course. And as a side note, um, if you read this book, you will be so encouraged by these this strategy of prayer cards. It's amazing. Anyway, anyone who has worked, worshipped, or even been in the same room with Bob for long knows that his one-of-a-kind laugh is nearly 100% contagious. Bob and his wife, Helen, have three married children and one grandson and live in Central Florida. Thank you, Bob, for being on the podcast today. Oh, Kristen, thanks for having me. It's such a privilege to be with you and all of your listeners. Thank you, Bob. Um, why don't and why don't we start today with? We would love to hear more about, in general, the praying life ministry. Yes, uh, a praying life is a book that uh, it's a best-selling book by Paul Miller. But even before that, it was a seminar 
that he created and he and I worked on. And um, we've done the seminar now uh, somewhere over 200 times. There are now 21 of us who are certified leaders, either of the seminar or of the cohorts that we do online. And uh, so it was uh, uh, all that to say it was a seminar before it was a book. And it was both of those before it became this network of co-praying communities we call a praying life cohort. And um, it's it's all based on the the starting point is that prayer is hard. Oh, yes. (laughs) It's just hard for everybody. Yes. You know, we we feel awkward. We can't see our father when we're praying to him. We're distracted, uh, you know, we fall asleep. I mean, wherever we go to do the <laughs> seminar, we get the same kinds of responses like that. And so you could just hear the sigh in the room when we just, everybody realizes, oh, great, it's not just me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all really bad at this. <laughs> I, well, I feel that way right now. Just just hearing you say that it, it is it's a it's a sigh of relief, and because it is it, it is so hard to walk into this prayer journey. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> right, right. Um, and so I, I just want to tell you that the, we all know we long for that connection. I mean, none of us, you are not made to do your life alone. Right. You are made to do it in vital connection with your father through the spirit. Wow. It's exactly the way Jesus did his earthly life. Yes. Jesus was always praying. Wow. Uh, He just protected that prayer time. He had no concept of life, even daily life, apart from his dad. Wow. Wow. in fact, he even says in John five nineteen, I do only what I see my father doing. Mm, so wow. we say in the book, uh, you'll get a kick out of this. We say in the book, if you were to see Jesus walking down the sidewalk in your town one Saturday morning, and you said, hi, Jesus, how are you today? He would probably respond along the lines of, my dad and I are great. Wow. Right? If you said, but Jesus, I'm not asking about your dad. I want to know how you are. How are you really? He would have no concept of life apart from his dad. He would look at you with a a puzzled look, you know? Right. There was only one time in his life when he was separated from his dad in this constant communion. And guess where that was? On the cross. And that was agony for him in so many levels, so many ways. So everybody struggles with it. But the secret is learning how to be a child of your father the way Jesus was. And that just changes everything, don't you think? Yes. And I mean, just to, I love that picture you just gave because it just stirs up desire in me to have that level of intimacy that I wouldn't, that I'd have that closeness. There's a, 
there's a, a verse, a phrase in Acts, and I think it's Paul sharing or possibly Peter, and he says, well, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and us, you know, and, and he shares about what they were going to do. And I thought, gosh, kind of what you were saying made me think of that because, wow, like if I had that level of intimacy as I'm praying and making decisions that I saw it as, well, this is what God and me, you know, I just love that. Isn't that great? Thank you for sharing that. And, and thank you for sharing that, you know, these prayer struggles are universal. And yeah, I, I have yet to meet a believer who hasn't shared that they have walked through difficult praying seasons, maybe sometimes their whole life they struggle with this. And so as you have worked in these prayer seminars, what would you say are some of the specific challenges, like common roadblocks that you see in people as they struggle with prayer? Oh, great question. Because, uh, you know, one thing we found in being through in so many countries and so many different cultures is that we all struggle with relatively, relatively the same things. Wow. Oh, you go to pray and your mind wanders. Mm. You know, the to-do list pops up or uh, you get sleepy uh, you know, you just feel like, oh, I'm, this is not going well. I'm not any good at this. Oh, I wish I didn't even try to pray. You get discouraged. Yes. You know, and it's just, it's amazing, uh, how, how common those responses are. Wow. I, yeah, again, that's, that's good to hear. Cause like, all those that you shared, I could raise my hand and <laughs> say, you know, that is exactly. Um, I, I think another thing that I hear a lot and something I've wrestled with in my own heart is unanswered prayers. And, you know, why does why did God answer my prayer, my quick prayer the other day to find a parking spot in a busy parking lot, but not my friend's son with cancer? You know, why why isn't he healed? So what what encouragement, Bob, would you offer us, you know, you know, in these unanswered prayers? Well, it's such a great question because we all struggle with that, right? And we go, oh, what's yeah. wrong? What's wrong yes. with me? Oh, Lord, I, why, you know, uh, you know, this, <laughs> I wish I hadn't tried, you know. Right. But what we... Our perspective is what we share is that when you pray, you enter a story. So we call it a prayer story. But when you ask something of your father, like a parking space or or for healing or anything in between, um, he actually leans in the way a parent would lean into a child. Wow. He he knows you by name. Mm. Let me just, can I go off on a sidetrack here, Kristen? I promise I I'll be back. No, okay. go for it. This is great. Yeah, the way the Spirit broke through with me in this mm. is that as a parent, I always felt like I needed to correct and instruct, you mm. know? Yes. I- <laughs> and, right, right. Because you're, and, you're, and you are called to do those things. Right. But what dawned on me was just how much I just took delight in each of my three children. Wow. And there was just something, you know, 
I mean, I, Kristen, I bet you never went to the school play in your town because you like kids. <laughs> no, that is that is true. <laughs> right? Because you went yes. and you you went. Oh, but that one is mine. Mm, wow! Right? Wow! And you just you can't even describe that. Mm. Well, well, just a quick thing that never goes away. Wow! So my children are all grown, okay, and they have their families, okay. But my wife, Helen, and I, every night when we get together in the kitchen, you know, to kind of put something together to eat, and we're just, hi, honey, how was your day? You know, what did God do? What, how'd it go? Yes. She asks me the same question invariably. And it, it kind of goes like this. Honey, did you hear from any of the kids today? Wow. Now they're grown and they all live in foreign city, you know, distant cities. Okay. Yes. And if I say no, there's a little bit of a pause. Just oh, if I say yeah, I I spoke with Emily today, and we visited on the phone on her commute from work. Mm-hmm. My wife wants to know every detail, wow. right? And we just have it's it's like a miniature celebration. It's like a, a mini resurrection. Wow. Well, that did not originate with me or with you. Yes. Right? That was given us that create that's our father's heart having been put in us. So when you and Kristen, thank you. I'm taking a long time to answer your question. I know that I love this so much. Thank you. Thank you yes. for sharing this. This is so good. It is neat. So when you're praying, you're entering this story between you, your father, and the person you're praying for or the matter that you're praying about. Yes. And let's say it's the parking space. Okay. Okay? And then you're just giving God time. You're giving him space. And there's a sense of, Lord, I can't wait to see what you do. Wow. You know? Mm -hmm. And um, in a way, that's the same way as saying your will be done. Yes. But I'm really anticipating seeing you move because you've told me to come ask you. Oh, wow. Isn't this great? Isn't this yes. This is so good. <laughs> it's, so, it's so helpful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, Kristen, what, what you have to do is you have to kind of train yourself to be open to him in the story. Wow. And we track stories through either a journal or what we call these little index cards, prayer cards. But you're just writing developments in the story. Wow. So if you pray one and you're tempted to go, it wasn't answered. Yeah. We would just say, be careful you're not shortcutting the spirit. The story's not over yet. Wow. Okay. So yes. that, and, um, let me just pause because I'm afraid I'm talking too much. But, but no, not at all. Keep, keep sharing. <laughs> um, I would love that. Yeah. On the other end of the spectrum for healing, which is granted much more weighty than the parking space, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, probably. Okay. Right. Um, I prayed for two years. That my brother, my oldest brother, 
would come to Christ. Wow. And uh-huh. now keep in mind, he was my idol growing up. Okay. Yeah. And he fell into a very serious drug addiction for his whole life. Okay. And, um, and I would pray for him off and on. And I loved my brother. Don't get me wrong, you know, but people who struggle with addictions have a tendency to not come around at family yeah. gatherings. Okay. Yeah. And I would pray for him off and on. So I would drop out of the story, if you will. And then something quite remarkable happened in his life. And all of a sudden he was interested in discussing Christ with me. And we got a relationship back. And I was sharing Jesus and the gospel and having a great time with him, you know. But remember, I was praying that he would come to Christ. And two years after that remarkable event, he died suddenly. Wow. Kristen, I don't know how this story ends. Yeah. I just don't know. But I know this, the story isn't over yet. Because I'm getting to share it with my friend Kristen and her listeners right now. You know, I mean, we have to. Yes. (laughs) It's fun. We have to be open to seeing the resolution of our prayer stories in heaven. Wow. If we don't see them here. Hi, friends. Imagine approaching God's Word with confidence in your ability to glean meaningful truths. Imagine being excited to wake up and dive into studying. That is the mission behind the James Method and their exclusive, one-of-a-kind verse mapping journal. What is verse mapping, you ask? Excellent question. Verse mapping is a transformative study technique that involves dissecting a biblical verse, delving into its keywords, understanding its historical context, exploring alternate translations, and finding related references. But it doesn't stop there. The James Method Journal encourages reflection on the truths revealed and their application in your daily life. If you are ready to move beyond filling in the blanks and are excited to dig into scripture for yourself, the James Method Verse Mapping Journal might be just what you need. This is not just a product. It's an intimate journey into God's Word, making the Bible more than just a book on your shelf, but a living, breathing guide for your life. You can check out the James Method and all the Bible study products they offer in our show notes today, and make sure to use the code ABIDINGFREE to save 20% off your purchase. That, I mean, that is such a good word for us. The story isn't over yet. The story isn't over yet. I, when, when you're sharing, I couldn't help but think of I had been reading Psalm 89 a couple weeks ago, and Ethan writes it, and much of that psalm is a lament, and he is lamenting that he's saying, basically, God, you promised the Messiah through the line of David, through King David, and yet we don't see it, We and, and God's people are in disarray, and he's just, he's scratching his head, and I it it literally hit me in the Psalm, as I'm reading it, brought me to tears is like, it's kind of what it's basically what you're sharing is here. I am stepping back, able to step back, looking into his story. That's part of God's story and seeing that it was fulfilled, just not in his lifetime. And so what you're sharing is just bringing me chills because it's like to see our story within the larger story is probably what we wrestle with sometimes. So 
Wow. Isn't that amazing, Kristen? In other words, yeah. your prayer stories are fa- are part of your father's story. Yes. Isn't that neat? And Kristen, I really believe on the last day when all that is hidden shall be revealed. Wow. I think we're going to see the fruit and the results of all of our prayer stories. Wow. And those are going to be some of the tears that he wipes away from our eyes. I think some of those tears are going to be tears of joy. Yeah. Like, oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. That's what you were doing. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Um, So as you, you know, you've shared about these seminars, um, we, I would love to hear a little bit more or a lot more about the specifics of that. I think when I hear a prayer seminar, I think, are they just sitting around trying to pray more or, (laughs) you know, what I I think our listeners would love to hear too. What, what is a seminar exactly? I know you, you've, you've been talking about it, but what does it look like? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. Yes. Great question. The last thing that, that, well, what they're not is lectures on prayer. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. That's good. <laughs> so it's not a it's not a concentrated sermon series all in one weekend. Uh, okay. Our our seminars are very interactive. Okay. And basically, we have them like two and a half hours on a Friday night and four hours on a Saturday morning. Okay. Okay. And believe me. Uh, when we're done Saturday at lunchtime, your cup is full. Wow. We didn't even get it all in there. We just we just go with, uh, I, I mean, we tell everybody the rest is in the book or come to join a cohort. But basically what we do is we, we welcome everybody and tell them this is going to be interactive. <clears throat> so I'm going to be asking you questions and writing your answers on the board. And it just, it's so much more fun to discover it together. Yes. And, and oh, Kristen, people love it. it. The time flies by. Wow. And we start, our first session is on why prayer is so hard. <laughs> why? <laughs> oh. And, every, and we go, oh, it's hard for everybody. Oh, good. I thought it was just me. Hmm. And Kristen, your sworn enemy wants you to think it is just you. Wow. He wants you to get discouraged and stop praying. Wow. When you realize, oh, no, everybody in this room suffers the same thing. It's just a – and and then we also move from there to it's all about learning how to be a child of your father. Mm. And together we explore the dynamics of that. Okay. And then we take a break. We all go to sleep, you know, for the, that's it for the night. (laughs) You do sleep. Because I think about Jesus when he prayed. I'm like, I wonder if they do what Jesus did and just prayed through the night when he was picking his disciples. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Uh, And then the next morning we have a little light breakfast, you know, usually the, the church or whoever hosts has a little, you know, some coffee and, Excuse me. We go into things like why Jesus began early. Oh, okay. He just jealously guarded that time with his father. He couldn't. He couldn't imagine doing his day without 
of focused attention on his father. Wow. Uh, and then we move into helplessness is the key to good praying. Mm. Oh, so, wow. and the idea there is uh, no matter, Kristen, I can tell you are a very gifted person, right? Oh, I can yeah. tell you're very smart, you're bright, you're gifted. And yet I can promise you, your father will give you things in life where you're in over your head. Wow. Yeah. Your gifting isn't enough, your training, your experience, you know, and that's true of everybody listening. And what is he doing? Is he being mean to us? Mm. No, he is drawing us into himself to teach us to pray at depths we've never prayed before. Wow. You know? Wow. And then we have prayer time after that. So we have lots of prayer times, but... We have a whole session on asking. Hmm. We have one on entering your father's story, so tracking prayer stories. Hmm. We have one on lamenting. We have one on intercessory prayer, praying through your work or your job. Wow. Uh, I mean, we just have a we, and we just have a, it's a real hoot. We really have a lot of fun. I love that. Oh, that's amazing. I bet you. I have just sweet stories coming out of that too, of just what God does through people and their prayer life and growing them. And so that's, that's so awesome to hear. Oh, <laughs> I, thank you, Christine. I, um, this just came to my mind, but I, I'm just thinking, you know, prayer is, is the real work. It's the real work. And I was, I was reading Acts one the other day. I just thought of this and, what hit me was, you know, Jesus, Jesus gives the disciples like the most important job we could have as believers. And he's like, you know, your witnesses, the end of the earth, you're my witnesses. And I'm sure you know this part in scripture, but it just hit me afresh for the first time as I was preparing for this podcast that they, they didn't run out and go, you know, striving and working and, and they actually ran to an upper room and prayed. and. I just don't know how I've missed that. And to your point, you know, it's we're in over our head so much. It doesn't matter how well prepared we are for something. And I just love that these these men who had been with Jesus had been trained already and women went with them and prayed. <laughs> like I just wow. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And Kristen, okay, oh, can, can I insert this too? Because yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you just gave the perfect segue into it. And that is, we're also working on the next step, which is a praying church. Ooh. So praying wow. life is about you as an individual. In a praying church is, so how do you pray in community with others? Wow. You just said it. I mean, mm. uh, another another great example is when... When was Peter released from prison? Mm. What was the church doing? It was was in the middle of a prayer meeting. Wow. Okay. When, (laughs) Acts 13, when were uh, Paul and Barnabas set apart for the work to which I have called them? Yeah. For missionary work. Where where did... Mm -hmm. New Testament missions begin in Acts. It was during a prayer meeting, a, the church's prayer meeting. Mm. 
Wow. And so if you if you try and like a praying life, I just want to tell you the the book A Praying Church is coming out in January, and we're going to have oh. a we have a seminar to go, that goes along with that, and also a cohort. So. Thanks for letting me insert a commercial here. <laughs> yeah, and had I known that, I would have been absolutely. That is so exciting. Thank you for sharing that. I love that. I love that. Thank you. And so, I guess a question to for our listeners is: sometimes it's good to have kind of like a few main, two to three main takeaways. So, if you let's just say you were having coffee right now with one of our listeners and they had, you know, 15 minutes or 10 minutes or less. And they said, you know, could you just give me right now before I'm able to read on prayer or go to a seminar, what, what would be just the main takeaways for me to grow in my prayer life? Oh, good. It's all about learning how to be a child Mm. and children are imperfect, but your father delights in you as a child. Love that. So that's number one. If you if you miss that or if you speed through that, you really miss the whole flow. Mm, yeah. Uh, and, and then secondly, you'll never be good at this in your own eyes. Mm. You'll never go, my prayer life is awesome. Yeah. Wow. I'm so wonderful at this. You'll always feel it's lacking. Wow. Okay. So that's takeaway number two. And then takeaway number three is just start praying. Just, wow, just start praying. Yeah. And can I say this too? This comes up in our cohorts where six to eight people come together online for a 10-week period. Oh, Kristen, that is so much fun. Wow. Um, okay. To kind of do prayer cards together and prayer stories together. But something we all have a tendency to do is not get very specific. So third takeaway is just start praying and asking, but ask specifically and just watch what God does. Wow. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, that was a takeaway for me from the book is the prayer cards. I've been sharing that with some of my friends. Um. And I, I journal and, and that helps a lot. And sometimes what I do is I go back and highlight all the prayers that have been answered. And that is because it's amazing how we could be like praying so fervently for something and it gets answered and then we kind of forget. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. We'll ask something of the father and he'll begin to move, but we forgot all about it. So it just goes right over our head. Yeah. Unless we jot it down somewhere. Like a a quick card is like a snapshot, where a journal is more like a, I've got to empty my heart here. Yes. I'm feeling so many things. Wow. So each has its place, you know. Yeah. Well, and and friends, those of you that are listening, I just want you to know, we're going to be linking um, the book, the website, the information for all these seminars that you can share with your church, with your friends and ministries, um, because obviously these are amazing resources and um, we can't wait for the next book to come out in January. And um, yeah, Bob, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'd love for you to actually pray for all the listeners at the end, but is there anything else that you would leave with us as a word of encouragement about prayer? 
Oh, Kristen, yes. Just you really can please your father. And you do it by praying and praying what's really your heart. So if you feel like it is selfish, just put it out there in front of him anyway. If you're being selfish, he will mature you. He'll love you through it. But just get it out there. So the real you meeting the real God. And then I would just say, everybody, when you watch the story, watch how it affects everybody else. You You know? So uh, what I mean by that is uh, uh, my wife was telling me, uh, uh, and my wife and I, we've been married 42 years, and yes. we're just having the time of our lives. You know, it's just, and uh, yeah. she tells me. Congratulations. Yeah, it, it, it's so fun. It's so fun. And, um, but I'll end up singing throughout the house. And I, and Kristen, I'm not a skilled singer. I'm off key. I do. I just, <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> You're in good company. <laughs> but she'll tell me, she says, I just love it when you sing. It just sets the the oh. atmosphere of, of the home. Yeah. Well, you, you sing because you've been, you've prayed and you've prayed honestly. You, you, anyway, well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going off into the next podcast, but, no. <laughs> uh, but, but I would just, those would be my encouragement points for your you. your audience, your listeners. Thank you so much. There's just so much here. I can't wait to. We'll have all of these main points in our notes for our listeners. And it sounds like they can reach out to your ministry if we link to the website. So um, be sure to check out the um, See Jesus website that has all the praying life um you know, ministry opportunities there and seminars. And um, Bob, thank you so much again. And would you just um, close us today in prayer? Oh, I sure will, Kristen. Yes. Oh, Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for this great privilege you've given us. Lord, forgive us for trying to live this life you've given us uh, all alone. And Father, would you help us, even as we pray badly, would you help us to just keep praying and watching the story? And Lord, we thank you. We thank you that today is just part of your story and we can't wait to hear what you do. So Lord, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. And Kristen, I have just loved being part of your family. Thanks for having me in. Thank you so much, Bob. This was such a wonderful conversation and I think it'll reach many hearts. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have a second, please share this episode with someone you love. Also, if you could scroll down and rate our podcast and follow us on social media at Abiding Free, this will help us reach more with the message of freedom. Yeah, and then just be sure to join us next week for another episode and know we love and are praying for you.